ID the Future, a podcast about evolution and intelligent design. Welcome to ID the Future. I'm Casey Luskin, and today I'm speaking with William Damsky, a member of the board of directors at Discovery Institute and one of the founding senior fellows of the Center for Science and Culture. He holds two PhDs, one in philosophy from the University of Illinois at Chicago and another in mathematics from the University of Chicago, as well as a Master's of Divinity from Princeton Theological Seminary. He's the author of many books I'm sure that ID the Future listeners are very familiar with, including The Design Inference, Intelligent Design, The Bridge Between Science and Theology, The Design Revolution, No Free Lunch, Being as Communion, and quite a few others. So, Bill, thank you so much for coming on the show with us today. Great to be with you, Casey. Well, we're here today to discuss your contributions to and also your co-editorship of a book that's been released in October of 2021. It's titled The Comprehensive Guide to Science and Faith, Exploring the Ultimate Questions about Life in the Cosmos, and it's being published by Harvest House. Uh, Bill, you are a co-editor of the book along with myself and Joseph Holden, and I want to say it's been a real pleasure working with you on this project. I certainly hope that our listeners will check out the book. It's available on Amazon.com, and it has contributions from leading ID scientists, including not just William Dembski, but also Jonathan Wells, Stephen Meyer, Bruce Gordon, Douglas Axe, Michael Egnor, Guillermo Gonzalez, Walter Bradley, Robert Marks, Brian Miller, and quite a few other very good authors. And it addresses many important topics related to science and faith. So, Bill, I'd like to talk about your involvement with this project. I remember on the day that I was fleeing home from South Africa in mid-March of 2020, I was literally on the plane, flying home over the North Pole, and you were sending out emails to people, <laughs> inviting them to contribute to this book. So maybe could you just tell our listeners, how did you get involved with this project? And you know what was the, the genesis of this project for you? Yeah. Well, I guess it goes back to my relationship with Joseph Holden, who was uh, president of Veritas Theological Seminary, or I think it may be Veritas International University these days. But a great guy, uh, he had invited me over the years, I think this goes back as early as 2003, 2004, to some apologetics conferences that he was putting together. And so we just hit it off over time. This, uh, it seems that with his role as president, he gets opportunities to, I mean, he certainly rubs shoulders with a lot of people, and he's had a good relationship with Harvest House, which is a great publisher. And so they put the bug in his ear to do this uh, comprehensive guide to science and faith. And so he was looking for some collaborators, and he tapped my shoulder and tapped your shoulder. So yeah, you saw me fast and furiously contacting potential editors. And the thing is, Joseph had been involved in a bad car accident. I mean, the way he described it to me, he got rear-ended at about 55 miles an hour by somebody. And uh, it was just, uh, you know, his brain was needing to recover, and he just didn't have the energy to to do this. And so, you know, there's this psychological notion of diffusion of responsibility. When you have a bunch of people involved, everybody thinks everybody else is going to be doing what needs to be done. And so the months went by and I thought, you know, Joseph has always been a stand-up guy and gets things done. And, you know, he was, he was hurting. So finally it was like, Hey, wait a second. Then finally, then I, I learned just what he had been through. And so I thought, okay, well, you're out of pocket. So I better try to get the people on board. 
And so then I started fast and furiously typing emails. Unfortunately, I've got a big Rolodex, as do you, you know, and so goodwill from the ID community. It's a tight, good community. And a lot of people came on board. And so I was able to help organize the volume and make sure we had a proper distribution of subject areas and, and people, you know, so that all came together. And then when you got back, you are this indefatigable energizer buddy, you know, who just, uh, you know, you, you took the helm then and did the uh, editing on a lot of this and just collating everything. So that was a big job. You know, I have a feeling you may have done more on this project than anybody, but anyway, it all came together. It's a beautiful book. Uh, I think it, it really covers a lot of great ground. I mean, I, I think close to 50 contributions. I mean, it's, it's a work to be proud of. And I think anybody who has any sort of uh, affinity for intelligent design is going to uh, get a lot out of it. Well, I certainly appreciated you being the main person who was soliciting people to contribute <laughs> to the book, Bill. At that time, I'd spent the previous nine months basically working day and night. I mean, it's not an exaggeration on my yeah. PhD thesis. My wife would say during that season, Casey, you know, could you take out the trash? Could you fix the the sink and my response was I don't do things <laughs> because I just I had no time to do anything of course I did eventually get the the chores done but it was a rough season so I really appreciated you filling in the gap yeah. there and you know I was it been interesting bill because you and I both had sort of a change in our careers right around the year, I guess it was 2015, 2016. I left Discovery Institute to go move to South Africa to do my PhD. You kind of had a major career tack and you you stepped back from your uh, a lot of your intelligent design work and went on to focus on some other business and academic interests. And there was sort of these rumors on the internet saying, oh, Casey Luskin and Bill Dembski have abandoned intelligent design. This is proof that ID is a sinking ship and they're jumping off as soon as they can. And you and I, life is not just about intelligent design. We have other interests, you know, but never, to my knowledge, had either of us ever recanted any of our intelligent design work. So I found it interesting, Bill, that you and I both came back and sort of rejoined or sort of, you know, uh, one of our big coming back events to intelligent design activities was this book. And, and that wasn't really planned. We just happened to end up being collaborators. So any of your, your reflections on some of the rumors that were going around during that time? Yeah, I, I didn't really follow it much. I think, you know, for me, I think I got burned out uh, after 28. I was 25 years in the fray. I mean, you've been in it for a long time, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, when I say 25 years, I mean, you know, I, I was already you know, butting heads with Darwinists in the early 90s. And then, uh, you know, so by 2016, I think I published a book called Being as Communion, which was, uh, it was just really the, the capstone on what I regard as a trilogy of my most important work on intelligent design, design inference, no free lunch, and then this book, Being as Communion. And uh, that came out in 2014. And I uh, I think I, I just felt, you know, I'd done my best work. I'm not sure I feel that way now, but I, I did at the time. And uh, I think, I don't know, I mean, you know, I have a severely autistic son. And I, I think I just, I was in Iowa, uh, disconnected from a lot of colleagues. And I think I just felt disconnected. And so I think uh, I just said, okay, I'm, I need a vacation. So I'm out of here, you know, <laughs> resigned my fellowship, resigned, you know, just uh, retired 
uh, for a time, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, as, as some athletes, they retire and they come back. <laughs> Not that I want to put myself in the category of Muhammad Ali or uh, Michael Jordan, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know but it, it, it happens, right? So you, you get, you, you know, it's, uh, you just need a break. And so I think that's what happened. But, you know, for people to think that uh, somehow I recanted or that I thought that, you know, that my, my work was in any way substandard or that I, you know, I, that, that's that's just nonsense. And I know there were, there were some people who tried to take some things I had written and twist them, you know, to try to get that. And, you know, and then I had to, you know, <laughs> maybe part of my coming back was just to say, no, I don't retract anything. You know, <laughs> I think it was all good work, but I've, you know, there's other things that I wanted to do also, mm-hmm. you know, and part of it is I was uh, involved, I was in the academy my dad was a professor, you know, so it's academic life has always been with me. But I think with but intelligent design, I needed a vacation. With the academic world, I actually got burned out because I think what, what happened there is uh, I was looking at a traditional sort of career and I had a traditional sort of job. I mean, at a you know, mainstream uh, university, Baylor in this case. I mean, you know, yes, it's got a religious affiliation, but it was still Big 12 school and all of that. And uh, I was hired there to do an intelligent design center and things just went crazy there. They closed the center. I didn't handle it very well, but then I was too conservative for them. And then I started teaching at seminaries and I was too liberal as far as they were concerned, because I was an old earth creationist or, you know, I wasn't uh, convinced that Noah's flood was doing exactly this, that, or the other thing. You know, I think I, I just finally, I just felt I had no real home in the academy. And so I ended up uh, turning to business. I actually had a, a research uh, assistant years back who ended up making lots of money in the internet world. And so he showed me the ropes and I basically became a businessman, entrepreneur, building online educational websites and uh, technologies. So educational technologies and educational websites. So that's uh, what I've been doing mainly. So that's my, my day job. And then I still do some writing, you know, and it's, it's gratifying on intelligent design and related topics. It's gratifying, you know, that my name is still known and the people tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, we'd like you to contribute to this, that, or the other thing. Uh, you know, so it is. I mean, there are different seasons in life. And, uh, you know, I, it's, it's gratifying to see people like you, a younger generation, really rising up and, uh, you know, taking the ball further down the field. If you want to use that analogy. You know, it's gratifying to see how, you know, some of the old timers like Mike Behe and Doug Axe, Michael Denton keep producing stuff. Steve Meyer, I mean, his three books, most recently, uh, Return of the God Hypothesis, I think that's just done tremendous work for us. So, you know, the, the program moves forward and, you know, there's a younger generation and then internationally, I mean, you know much better than I do about this, how the, the, the movement is, is thriving. So it's, uh, there are a lot of, lot of good signs. And I'm, uh, if I'm not in the midst of the fray, I'm certainly on the sidelines cheering, cheering everybody on. Well, no, we certainly feel a lot of camaraderie with you, Bill. And we, there are a few people, as I said before our podcast, there are a few people that I would wish success upon more than you. So we're, I'm glad to know that your things are going well and your your other business adventures. And you know, you're talking about 
retiring and coming back. I actually think Michael Jordan might be a good comparison. I mean, you're tall, you're from Chicago, so why not? And you, you made your mark in the 90s, right? So I, I think uh, that might be a good a good uh, fit for you. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, thank you. Michael Jordan. Let praise you and not your own ones. So, so. There, there, there you go. There you go. We, we can debate, you know, Jordan versus LeBron and all these all day. But anyway, um, well, I think that this is actually getting to be a good first podcast. So maybe we'll pick up with discussing some of your chapters in the book in a second podcast. How does that sound? Sounds good. Okay. Well, I'm Casey Luskin with Ivy the Future. Be sure to check out the book, The Comprehensive Guide to Science and Faith, Exploring the Ultimate Questions About Life in the Cosmos, co-edited by Bill Dembski, myself, and Joseph Holden. It's available on Amazon. And it, as uh, Dr. Dembski said, it has contributions from many leading ID theorists And we really think you'll enjoy the book and get a lot out of it. I'm Casey Luskin. Thanks for listening. Visit us at idthefuture.com and intelligentdesign.org. This program is Copyright Discovery Institute and recorded by its Center for Science and Culture.